And yes, welcome into episode 15 of the Hotopo, the Hot Topic Podcast, a very special edition this time because one, we're on location, Mitch Gallo, and two, it's the Ilya Kovalchuk draft. It is, Sean, and I think you need to get a little bit more excited. I don't know if it's because we're on location that you feel you can't talk loud or be excitable. I'm excitable. Be excitable. It's okay. I'm wearing my Atlanta Thrashers Ilya Kovalchuk jersey right now, and that always excites me. And I'm wearing your New Jersey Devils Ilya Kovalchuk jersey right now. I don't think either of these teams are going to get drafted in the Ilya Kovalchuk draft later on in episode 15. I can guarantee you they won't, but I'm not a... I'm not a jersey guy usually so it's quite something that you got me to wear a hockey jersey well maybe the uh, winnipeg jets will be drafted possibly former thrashers and you know what i want to tell you where we are we are at 8305 cote that is club cdl i mean i absolutely love this place mitch i love it too because it's your one-stop shop right if you're into fitness there's anything you need at this place there's machines for cardio there's weights and if you love tennis yes there's a lot of tennis there's squash there's all your racket games and you come in and then you're going to be amazed by how big this place is how much space there is and how it is your one-stop shop for everything fitness and i also saw i've been following them online on facebook at club cdl and on instagram on club cdl they have these pickleball lessons so if you don't even know what that is you come here they'll show you they'll tell you and it's got everything for you i'm still not quite sure what pickleball is even after all this time that's okay maybe lloyd will tell us a little bit later he'll be joining us here at club cdl so i am uh, i'm absolutely loving club sportive cdl and it's uh, another proud sponsor of the hot topic podcast podcast. Sean, the uh, Hot Topic podcast is also brought to you by Eviva Greek Tavern, which has moved now at 4868 Sources Corner. I'm Sullivan across from the old Adonis. They have great lunch specials starting at $9.95 every day, a variety of fresh fish daily. You can even order your fish of choice in advance, and you could find them on Uber Eats and at Skip the Dishes. So basically, get a great meal after your great workout. The Hot Topic Podcast also brought to you by, yes, betonline.ag. Uh, they had a blast at the Super Bowl, and now they are just rolling into the spring. I know that they're excited about the XFL. Who isn't? But also the stretch run uh, for playoff hockey. Every single spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bets, parlay tees your way through the season. Check it out and get the fastest two market odds, updates, and payouts with our sportsbook partners, Online. Dot A-G. You are my best friend forever. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Gallo and Sean are the best guys with that show I love. It's called what? The show you love that you don't know the name of? No, because uh, I'm in a mental hospital. I can't get out. <laughs> Hold on. I got it for you. It's more of a... Uh, a hot topic? <laughs> hot topic, yeah, yeah, hot topic, hot topic. <laughs> yeah. Seamster Campbell. You are my best friend forever. No! No! Campbell and Gallo, two guys who spend way too much time together. They're, they're pretty tight, those guys. Similar <laughs> interests. They hit that show, Hot Topic.
right, Sean, right off the top here, let's get to our rapid fire. Don't want to waste any time, right? No, I do not. Let's get right to it. The Canadians can't waste any time with this Weber injury. No, the Weber injury is where they're at right now. We don't know much at the time of the recording of this podcast as to how long Shea Weber is going to be out. But Bob McKenzie speaks, and when Bob McKenzie speaks, everyone listens because he's got the information, and it sounds ominous uh, from from his mouth. It sounds like this is going to be a more of a long-term rather than short-term thing for Shea Weber. He's not coming back this weekend. It's not happening. It's it's not short-term. He's not making trips. Is, is he coming back this month? No, is he maybe coming not. back this year? Well, that's the question. I think where they're sitting now, and this is, again, we're in the world of speculation because the Canadians are being very careful about it. It's... Can he be in a situation where he's not going to be going under the knife, or can it be a situation that he can play on it and then get it fixed after the after the season? The Canadians are in this spot where they're on the outside looking in when it comes to the playoffs. It's a long shot for them to get in the playoffs, but they still have to sit back and make that decision. If they start losing games without Shea Weber, it's an easier decision to make. They start winning games and getting, you know, instead of five, six points out of a playoff spot, and they are three, four points points out of a playoff spot, it's a harder decision to make. I think that's where the speculation comes and the patience from the Canadians on this is sitting on Shea Weber. Yeah, we know the uh, schedule that the Canadians are facing in the games without uh, Shea Weber. Uh, not a lot of easy games in the mix there, Sean. And I was listening to you during uh, Off the Cuff on TSN 690. You're talking about which players are most important for the Canadians yes. outside of the goalie position. To me, Shea Weber, number one on the list. He logs the most ice time. He's one of the most crucial parts of their power play. And when he's not in, there's a significant crater on the Canadiens' blue line. This is with all due respect to Brendan Gallagher, who I think is a very important player, Philip Deneau, who I think is a very important player, and go down the list of other guys that play significant roles on this team. But Shea Weber's the captain, Shea Weber logs the ice time, and Shea Weber is uh, the piece that makes this engine run. Well, I'll tell you right now, maybe it's Ilya Kovalchuk, the most important player that's not a goaltender on the Montreal Canadiens. Another important player before he got hurt was Jonathan Drouin, Mitch. How long until the Canadians, like how much leeway do you give a guy like this coming back from the injury that he had? Because it's only been a couple of games, but it's been a rough start for him. Well, here's the issue. Sorry for the hesitation I was trying. Because I don't want to be on his back because it's only been two games and he missed three months. Yep, two games, but he's taken a minor penalty in both those games. I would say you have to give him at least a month. But here's my concern, Sean, because he... He's been out since November. He comes back. The play of the game right now is different than it was when he left. It's faster now. The games are more intense now. The games are more meaningful now. It's just a different brand of hockey. And my concern is, last year, when Jonathan Drouin struggled, it was at this time of year. And he wasn't even coming off an injury. He wasn't... uh, He didn't have that excuse. So now if he plays poorly at this time of year again, even with the injury considered, I'm a bit concerned that he can't elevate his game at this time of year. And and my concern is the Canadians don't have room in their game to allow someone to progressively get find their game. The Canadians are in a situation where there's no, no, you have to be good right away. And it's a concern when Paul Byron comes back because Paul Byron has missed the same amount of time, even longer than Jonathan Drouin. And what, he needs another month to get ready in game shape? No, you have to be flying 
out of the gate. You need to be motivation. You need to be energy for a team that needs a little bit of a boost. So I'm expecting not a month. I'm expecting these guys to pick up their game. Maybe one, two, three games you could give them. But other than that, I think they have to be back to normal right away for the Canadians to have a good chance. With Paul Byron, I think it's going to be even longer than with Jonathan Drouin because at least Jonathan Drouin has been able to be on the ice and keep his cardio up. And I also worry a little bit about Paul Byron and the injury he suffered. Is he going to be slightly slower than he was before? And is he going to have that acceleration that made him so successful in the NHL? All right. Well, one of the guys that have been filling the void is Jake Evans. How do you like his progression? I love his progression, Sean. I think this is a perfect example of how you can develop a player by making them come along gradually. I realize that he was a seventh-round pick, and it's different with a seventh-rounder than it is with a first- or second-round pick. I get that. But he spent the four years playing college at Notre Dame. He spends the year and three-quarters of a year at the American Hockey League level. He's 22, 23 years old, comes up to the NHL. He's seasoned. He's smart. He knows how to play the game. Now, of course, there's going to be adjustment for him, too, playing at the the NHL level, but I just love... The progression from league to league to league to get to this point in the NHL. And why did he? Why was he allowed to have that progression? Because he was a seventh round pick. Exactly. First and second round picks. People get too excited about them too early. The players themselves get too excited. They're like, "Oh, I'm going to leave the college because the team needs me. I'm a first round pick." Sometimes the players and the team have to realize that patience is the way to go. And and you know what? Some players are ready to go. First round picks, they're ready to go at 19, 20 years old. Not all of them. But Jake Evans is the perfect example of marinating a player for as long as it takes. And you know what? The Canadians had a chance to call up Jake Evans earlier this year when they called up Hugh Dome, when they called up Riley Barber, when they called Vedamo. Seems like they called him up at the right time. I think so. I, th- I, I, I think so. I, I do... Sean, I laugh every time because I've heard you use this word, marinate. Yeah. It always makes me hungry. Uh-huh. I always think of uh, chicken souffle. Yeah, I think of Aviva Green Yes, so do I. <laughs> uh, Sean, uh, last one I want to get to here, uh, NHL topic. I can't help but uh, wonder. With, with a twist of Montreal. With Canadian. a twist of Montreal, but Alex Galchenyuk, he's, he's on the move again. Never worked out in Pittsburgh. He's going to be playing in Minnesota. Uh, the contract concludes at the end of the year. What the, what what happened to this guy, man? Well, here here's a guy. That he scored 30 goals at 22 years old. He's 25. He looks lost. He was traded one for one for Max Domi, who was a 70-point player. He became one after that trade. He was traded one for one for Phil Kessel. That's a bad trade. Okay? No, but he was traded one for one. That's a bad trade. But my point is that these organizations saw value, and they brought him in. Arizona, one for one for a player. Pittsburgh, one for one for a player. This last deal is a true indication of where he is because he was a toss-in. The deal for Jason Zucker was for the first-round pick in the prospect. They had to move Galchenyuk because of the money. He went on one-for-one deals to being thrown in as an afterthought because they had to make the cap work. So that's not a good sign. But the one thing I'm going to say here is stop blaming Mark Bergevin and the Canadians' development for it not working out in Arizona and Pittsburgh. Sometimes you have to look at the player. Now, it worked out. His best moments of his career were with Montreal. And maybe if you want to talk about his development, he should have been marinating and taking his time and maybe not come up in 2013, that shortened season. But so many people saying it's the Habs' fault that the Pittsburgh Penguins got nothing out of Galchenyuk. 
pump the brakes on Yeah, that. we don't know what he would have been if he would have spent that extra year, two years uh, in the OHL. We, we simply don't know. But what I do know is he was a 22-year-old that scored 30 goals in the league, and that's pretty darn good. So whatever happened between 22 and 25 has nothing to do with what happened at 19. Something has happened in the last three years where this player has completely lost his game. I don't know what it is. I like him. I always have. I hope he finds his game, and I hope he's able to continue his NHL career next year. But, you know, it wouldn't surprise me, Sean, if this guy was eventually in the KHL because he seems to be on thin ice with NHL teams right now. Yeah, maybe he's going to get a shot with Minnesota. He might be on the block again with Minnesota. I, I just don't know. I wish him luck. And I, and I hope it turns around uh, for him. But I have no idea what kind of contract he can get in the NHL next year. What do you call hockey, play, hockey players from the country? What? A farm team. Ready for a pop quiz, man? Pop quiz. All right, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, Sean, I'll go first. Okay. Because uh, we got the uh, Kovalchuk draft coming up in a few minutes here on the Hot Topic podcast. Mm. The Hotopo, as you call it. Are you uh, going the same direction I'm going? I don't think so. Okay, because mine maybe involves... Ilya Kovalchuk. Well, mine involves Ilya Kovalchuk because he scored in overfun on Saturday against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes, he did. Uh, Sean, that was uh, 17 overtime goals in the NHL in the regular season in Ilya Kovalchuk's career. Gotcha. That ranks him third all-time. For overtime goals. Regular season overtime goals, Ilya Kovalchuk ranks third all-time. All-time. All right. I would like to know if you can name... The four people he shares the top five with. All right, so he's third overall, and so you you want me to get one, two, four, and five. That's correct. Well, I'll go with the guy that almost has 700 goals in uh, Alex Ovechkin. He's number one. Okay, that's a good guess. I think so. Yes. Uh, Patrick Marlowe has been around a lot and has a lot of goals. Patrick Marlowe is not in the top five. He is not in the top not five. Not in the top five. All right, so uh, for over fun goals. I'll tell you this. Yes. Uh, one player is still active. The other two are retired. The other two are retired. Overtime regular season goals. And we know that overtime goals are in a certain generation. There are some guys that are retired, but a certain generation. You're thinking uh, in the right way. Okay. Because obviously more... So recently retired are the guys. Uh, one of them recently retired. Okay. And one of them retired relatively recently. I have a weird... Yes. I think you should be going after the active player first. That's just me. Okay. But I, I, I just I, I, I have this weird guess. Okay. Okay. Mark Recchi. No, not Mark <laughs> okay. Recchi. No, why. not Mark Recchi. I, I don't know why I have uh, this, ah, this He weird... played until he was like 42, so yeah. that would make sense, but not uh, Mark uh, Recchi. Evgeny Malkin. Not Evgeny Malkin. Crosby? Yes. Crosby okay. is number four. He's number four. Yes. Okay. So then the other guys so missing are two rec- and five. recently retired. Yes. Okay, recently retired NHL players from a certain generation that scored a lot of goals. I would assume if they're... One of them played for nine teams. Nine teams. And one of them played for one team. Nine teams and one team. Yes, the the one that played for one team. Yes. Never got his just due. Okay. Won three Stanley Cups and played in... uh, I, I wouldn't call it an obscure market, but a market that doesn't really have their players shine, if you will. Wow. Okay. An obscure market, not obscure, but their players don't shine. Their players never get Shane Doan. Not Shane Doan. Oh, come on. That was not a Shane Doan. It was a good guess. Okay. 
But that uh, is an obscure market. I would okay. consider this market <laughs> less obscure than Arizona. Uh, okay. And the and other one, one played for nine teams. Played for nine different teams. Nine different teams. Oh, it's probably like Tom's Vanek or something. No, you're thinking too hard. Okay, I'm thinking too hard on the Tom's you're Vanek? You're thinking too hard. Uh, nine different It is one of the greatest players of Kovalev. all time. Kovalev. Not Kovalev. Uh, Brett Hall. Not Brett Hall. I would put this player higher on the greatest players of all time list. Higher on the greatest players of all time. Than the last two players you named. Okay. Uh, nine different teams. Think of the greatest players of all time. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Start naming me the greatest players of all time. <laughs> Obviously, you know it's not Lemieux. He only played for one team. Oh, it's Yags. It's yeah, Yarmar Yager who played for nine teams. And the other one? And the other one, think about the obscure market. The obscure market, one team. Uh, you know, I might uh, currently be wearing the jersey of the obscure market. Patrick Ilyash. Patrick Ilyash, <laughs> number five. Patrick I think we're Ilyash. on lo- location today, <laughs> and you're wearing that New Jersey Devils. Yeah. Beautiful Ilya Kovalchuk See what jersey. I mean, though, by a bit obscure? No, you're right. And, and he never he never yeah. got his credit. Patrick Ilyash was a fantastic player. Yes. And he played in that Devils system where players don't get to stand out and shine. Yeah. Like two of my favorites of all time played for New Jersey. You know how much I loved uh, Alex McGillney, and obviously he got his credit from Buffalo and Vancouver, but he was fantastic with the Devils. Yes. And uh, Patrick Ilyash is another one of those guys. All right, I worked I worked that one out. I worked it out. Slowly but surely, I worked it out. You, time for your pop quiz, and because it's the Ilya Kovalchuk draft, it's coming up momentarily after our conversation with Lloyd from Club CDL. Uh, I, I want to ask you, look, I, I'm pretty sure you know one and two, and then after that, I want to know if you can get Four, five, six. Okay. Okay. Or yep. sorry, three, four, five, six. Okay. Three, four, five, six on I know this one list. And two. You know one and two. Okay. But I guess I'm giving you a clue because it is the Ilya Kovalchuk draft. Yes. Uh, I would like to know Russian born players, who has the best goals per game? One and two, I'm pretty sure you know. Let's see if you can get three, four, five, and six. All right, one and two is uh, Ovechkin and Bure. Uh, other way around. Okay. Bure has a better goals per game average than Ovechkin. I just want everybody to be reminded by that. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, number three would be? Kovalchuk. And now four, five, and six. Go ahead. Four, five, and six would be hmm, Malkin. Five. Um, McGillney. Four. Can you go three for three? <laughs> Can you nail number six? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to. A mess lot this of up. pressure on this one. Goals per game. Goals per game. Uh, is it an obvious one or is it an obscure one? Uh, it's pretty obvious. He's active. He's active. Tarasenko. Number seven. <laughs> and, the, and the other guy that you're probably thinking of. Uh, Kuznetsov. He's more of a passer. I know he is. I know he is. Yeah. Um, Got the right letter. Uh, right letter. Yeah. That's active. Yes. You're blanking on the guy. Yeah, I'm blanking on the guy. He's led the league in scoring. Led the league in scoring and goals. No, he's led the lead in scoring as in points in the past. Starts with a K. He's from Russia, and it's an obvious one that's active. Oh, I have no idea who you're talking about at this point. <laughs> Nikita Kucherov. Oh, Kucherov. Oh, I never think of Kucherov for some reason. I know, maybe, and he's... he's <laughs> maybe it's because of his time... Uh, he's an Art Ross yeah, winner. Maybe it's because of his time in the queue. Uh, maybe it's because of his time in the queue. Maybe it's because of his uh, draft stock. I don't know. Yeah? 
Maybe it's because he's so young still. Goals per game from Russian-born players. Burry, number one. Ovechkin, number two. Kovalchuk, number three. McGillney, Malkin, Kucherov. Tarasenko is number seven. Ah. <laughs> yeah, you did all right. You did yeah. all right. Why did the hockey player believe in aliens? Why? He kept seeing saucer passes. All right, Sean, as we mentioned, uh, we are at Club CDL recording this podcast because we're doing the Kovalchuk draft. Yes. But before we get to the Kovalchuk draft in a couple minutes, I want to bring in Lloyd, who runs Club CDL, a uh, proud sponsor of the Hot Topic podcast. And Lloyd, uh, for starters, tell us a little bit about the club because before I ever came here, all I thought was tennis. Right. And then you brought me here, you gave me the tour, and it's so much more. Well, first of all, guys, thank you for, for showing up live, wearing your Kovalchuk shirts. You look very, very spiffy. Well, the Ilya Kovalchuk draft is important here. It is, it yeah. is. And I hope there is no draft, and he stays with the Habs, and, th- <laughs> and that's all that counts. Well, I do have the first overall pick. And if you guys can get him to come up here, oh, another bonus in your <laughs> <laughs> podcast sponsorship. But regardless, uh, again, thank you. Club uh, Sportive Cotillas has been around for over 40 years. Uh, we bought the club in 2004, and yes, you're right, Mitch. It, it's known predominantly as a racket club, uh, tennis being uh, the major sport played here. However, I think from 2008 on on till today, we've evolved into something much more than just a racket club. I think you've witnessed it when you come here and you see. Um, we're kind of your home away from home. Uh, we are unique in that we offer so many different things from tennis and, and many courts to squash, to racquetball, to fitness, gym, classes, karate. Um, but then we get different. And I like to look at ourselves more as a, a community club, a health and wellness center. And everybody today is so into feeling good and, and eating well and exercising and uh, relieving their stress. So when you come into here, we want this to be your, your oasis, away from the real world, uh, come in stressed and leave here feeling even better. Um, aside from all the sports, we have a school. Yes, we have a school, academic school. Love it. Um, kind of different than anywhere else where the kids actually study, learn with certified teachers on a homeschool platform, but also have the ability to play tennis and uh, do some other physical fitness type things. So we're like a sports etude, uh in an informal way, and it, it's a tremendous success. We're also proud to offer other wellness uh, services here, a massotherapist on staff, uh, a naturopath on staff, um, physiotherapist on staff. Um, we have a great bistro that can offer you everything from smoothies and healthy salads to burgers, fries, and beer because the squash community loves to drink beer. Um, <laughs> the women love to drink wine when they win their matches on Thursdays and Fridays here. We have a, bu- a boutique, a uh, pro shop. So we've got everything here that, y- you know, is unique to, to, to us but different than any other club. The soccer field, indoor soccer field, spinning studios, and, and you know what? Our culture is different here. We actually appreciate our members. We wouldn't have a club without our members. Well, I, mean, I can tell by the way that y- you stand and everybody's walking by. Everybody has to stop and say hello to you, and you stop and say hello to them. I don't know how he knows everybody's name. It's ridiculous. Well, I don't know He's everybody. <laughs> I don't know everybody, but I think that's, again, what makes us different. We have a, a 
great customer service mentality here. Appreciate our members because really it's their club. It's not really our club. It's their club. From the receptionists when you come in to the coaches, to the trainers, to the cleaning staff, to everybody. We're a team. We're going to win the cup. <laughs> we're going to get a Kovalchuk, and we're proud of what we do here. All right. I, I, I follow uh, Club Sportive uh, CDL on social media, on Facebook, and Club CDL on Instagram, right. Club CDL. Right. And the latest few posts that I have seen right. is about how to learn how to play pickleball. Now, <laughs> I, I, I know we're – I don't want to take too much time, but how can we explain what this is? Because I bring it up all the time, and it just looks so much fun and exciting in, in a short amount of time. Is it, is it even explainable? Um, it is okay. explainable, and it's a great <laughs> point. Pickleball right now is the fastest-growing racket sport in North America. And what pickleball is is a combination of mini tennis, um, ping-pong, badminton. So I love all those sports. Yeah, and and um, the demographic is very wide. It started off as an older demographic because a lot of people play doubles in it, and it's a net game, so you're not uh, moving as much as tennis or squash or another racket sport. But it's now evolved into a younger demographic because it's actually a lot of fun and competitive. You can play singles. Most people play doubles. We have a, a tremendous turnout on our clinics and our leagues. We have permanent court times reserved for certain groups. You play with a racket, a paddle type of racket, a wiffle ball. So that's the old balls we used to play with baseball yeah. with uh, that has a slight bounce to it. The court is we can fit a minimum of two pickleball courts on one tennis court. So you're, you're playing with a mini tennis net. And it's certain different rules, but basically it's just a fun game, racket and ball. All right. So if uh, someone's listening to a podcast and they're like, man, this all sounds really cool. What do I do? www.clubcdl.com. Look us up. Come visit us. Phone numbers on the website. Address on the website. We're on Cote d'Elias, corner of uh, Monte d'Elias almost. Um, we welcome you to come in and just try us. Thanks, Lloyd. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much, Lloyd. Thank As, you. Uh, I, I will say this. Every single time I come, the hospitality is through the roof. I can't wait to get my workout in. All right. Uh, so you, uh, just quickly, Lloyd, before yes. we let you go, we're coming up to the Ilya Kovalchuk draft, uh, draft portion of the Hotopo, the Hot Topic podcast. You, I have the first overall pick. You're saying I should take the Montreal Canadiens? Yes. Okay. 100%. Yeah, I Thanks, can't believe guys. I let you take that first. Well, you get two play. and three, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> All right, Mitch, are you ready for the Ilya Kovalchuk draft and uh, for this portion of the Hot Topic podcast? And by the way, I think we don't need to name this one. We could just name it the Hot Topic podcast. Uh, the Kovalchuk draft. The Kovalchuk draft, yeah. right? The Hotopo episode 15 the Kovalchuk draft. We are also live on social media because I am wearing my Ilya Kovalchuk Atlanta Thrashers jersey, and you have my Ilya Kovalchuk New Jersey Devils jersey. I'm not sure if either one of these teams will be drafted because we, the way we're going to do this, just like the Thomas Buchanan's draft, right? We're gonna we're gonna draft teams this time instead of a lottery. Yeah, I uh, I feel. Badly that I let you have, out of the kindness of my heart, the first pick. Because I lost because last time? Because you lost last time, and I think the first pick is so obvious. It's such an easy one to make. This is like the Alex Lafreniere of the Kovalchuk draft. Uh, so I'm, I'm a nice guy. Put it that way. Okay, but you are going to be able to get 
picks two and three, and then we will alternate back and forth, ten picks each. The loser of the Ilya Kovalchuk draft will have to sing on Melnick in the Afternoon on TSN 690, part of the Hurley's Irish Pub St. Patrick's Day weekend. That's right. The song of choice, we have decided possibly Shaibu Shaibu, love Shaibu Shaibu, or depending on where he goes, maybe a song from that city. And it's going to have to be in a Kovalchuk jersey yes. in his new, with his new team. Yes, we have to figure that out. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we know people that have jerseys, right? Well, the guys that played against sports will help us out with the jerseys. Yes. 2973 St. Charles in Kirkland. So the Ilya Kovalchuk draft is brought to you by Played Against Sports Kirkland. That's right. Thanks, Keith Gerard. <laughs> check check them out. They're going to hook us up with the jersey. It's going to be easy uh, peasy, and we'll see where Kovalchuk ends up. All right. So why don't we get started? See, here's my strategy. I, I have not thought about the different teams I want to select. Oh, I know which teams I, I have. just it's have. Here. Don't look. I just have the standings in front of me, and I'm going to go on a whim. I'm going to go with my instinct. I'm going to go with what makes sense in my mind at this time. All right. Well, we get 10 teams each. And, oh, by the way, it's a duet if he gets traded to a team that neither of us pick. That's going to be on us. I think it's obvious with the first overall pick, I am going with the Montreal Canadiens. Seems uh, really unfair at this point that uh, Sean gets Montreal. You said I had first overall pick. That's your fault. Yeah. All right. So with the uh, second pick, I'm going to go with uh, Montreal's uh, greatest rival. I'm yes. going to go with a team that in the past has traded for Rick Nash, has traded for Mark Recchi, has traded for Brian Gionta, and always seems to want that veteran presence on their team. Yarmer Yager would be another one. I'm going to go with the Boston Bruins. And then, Sean, how about this? I'm going to go with the uh, third pick. I'm going to go with a team that seems to really need a winger. And how much fun would it be to see Ilya Kovalchuk play with Connor McDavid? Oh. I'm going to go with the Edmonton Oilers with the third pick in the I draft. I totally thought I was going to get the Oilers with the fourth overall pick. <laughs> I was going to go I was going Edmonton next. A hundred percent I was going with Edmonton next. So that's I'm going to change it, and I'm going straight uh, to the Washington Capitals. I'm going to the Capitals. I still think Ovechkin has pull, and he wants him there. I'm taking the Capitals. Well, since you go with the uh, Washington Capitals, I'm going to go with Washington's greatest rival <laughs> and another team that seems to really want wingers. He has a friend in Malkin on the team. They recently got Zucker, so maybe Zucker plays with Crosby. Ilya Kovalchuk plays with Malkin. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, I don't think they have anything left in the cover to trade. So I wasn't going Pittsburgh. I think the Zucker deal uh, kind of eliminated that. So I, I'm fine with your Pittsburgh. Uh, a team that uh, wants to make a splash. I think that they are uh, a team that likes making moves. I think that they have assets to, to trade away. That is the Florida Panthers. I'm taking the Florida Panthers. Wow. Florida Panthers off the board since we don't even know if they're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, that's fine. I think that they're a team that even if they're on the outside looking in come trade deadline, they'd make a move like that. All right, Sean. I'm going to go with a team that's desperate. Yes. They fired their coach this year. Ilya Kovalchuk is a man that seems to like having fun. Okay. And I don't think there's a place in the NHL that you could have more fun in than Las Vegas. So Vegas, I'm going to go baby. with the Vegas Golden Knights as a landing spot for Ilya Kovalchuk. All right. Uh, another team that has uh, high aspirations but has kind of had an up-and-down season. Uh, they are a team that doesn't spend too much money, but Ilya Kovalchuk is pretty cheap. I'm going to go with the Colorado Avalanche. That would be fun. Colorado Avalanche. All right, now 
I'm on Four the teams each, by the way. I'm just going to put this out there. I have Montreal, Washington, Florida, Colorado. Mitch has Boston, Edmonton, Pittsburgh, Vegas. Six more teams each on the Ilya Kovalchuk draft. I'm going to go with uh, another team uh, that seems to like making moves at the deadline. This is along the lines of your Florida Panthers pick where okay. it's a little bit off the board. But we saw Yormo kick a line and go for it last year. Maybe he goes for it again. This is a team that needs scoring. I'm going to go with the Columbus Blue Jackets. I did not have them on my chart. I just don't think that they're in the market uh, to trade for Ilya Kovalchuk. I understand that they could use the help, and they are a team that does go for broke. Um, the next team I'm going to go for, and this is where I'm going to start uh, thinking about it just a little bit, I feel like the Calgary Flames might do something. They might want to make a, a, a splash. And sometimes you have to look at markets that won't be able to get someone in free agency, but they could do it via trade. I'm taking the Calgary Flames. All right, Calgary Flames. That was actually my next pick. So I like that I did that. I will go with... Oh, he's scrambling. You're scrambling on the Ilya Kovalchuk draft. I'm going to go with the defending Stanley Cup champions, adding some size and some scoring on the wing. I'm going to go with the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, I, they were uh, definitely high on my list, the St. Louis Blues, uh, but uh, you can't get them all. You can't get them all. Um, my next pick is uh, going to go to a team that possibly has a history with Ilya Kovalchuk. Maybe not the team, but the general manager and the president and the guy that runs everything, Lou, I'm taking the New York Islanders. See, Lou seems to me like a vindictive guy, and Ilya Kovalchuk screwed Lou. Yeah. And I think, Lou, fool me once, you don't fool me again. So I think that's a bad pick, the New York Islanders. Oh, I like the Islanders pick. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I'm going to go next, uh, Sean, with a team that's uh, cheap and could use some cheap labor, <laughs> I am going to go with the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, yeah, they, that, is, that is a team with an owner's like, just get Kovalchuk, I don't <laughs> care. I could t he, he could to he'd totally do that. Uh, my next pick, as I look here, uh, I'm going to go with a team that has everything but might just want a little bit more. Give me the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, I don't know if he has a role or a fit on that team. Hey, they want to win the Cup, and they'll do anything to win the Cup, and I think that he could help them win the Cup. Sean, I think Kovalchuk needs friends. Okay. And I think Kovalchuk likes to party. Okay. And nobody knows how to party more than Alex Radulov. <laughs> so I am going to go with the Dallas Stars. Oh. There would be nothing like being out on the town after a seven-game series win for Dallas and seeing Radulov and Kovalchuk out on the streets. Let me tell you, if Kovalchuk goes to Dallas and I have to sing, I will sing with a lot of pride <laughs> because that will be my team to cheer for yeah. in the Stanley that Cup. That team uh, would be playoffs. a lot of fun, man. Uh, all right, so uh, my eighth pick uh, as I will uh, look at the teams. Uh, another team that I, I, I want to look at and I think that might make a move to help them out and they're another team that's in Canada. I think it's the former Atlanta Thrashers. Yes, and I'm writing them down as former Thrashers on the board, the Winnipeg Jets. All right, how many teams do I have left? You have two teams left. I will go over the chart once again on the Ilya Kovalchuk draft. I have Montreal, Washington, Florida, Colorado, Calgary, New York, Tampa Bay, and the former Thrashers. Gallery of Boston, Edmonton, Pittsburgh, Vegas, Columbus, the Blues, Carolina, and Dallas. Two more teams each in the Ilya Kovalchuk draft. I'm stressed now. All right. I am going to go with 
the Stanley Cup favorites in my mind. I'm going to go with the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm going to go with the Colorado Avalanche. I already took oh, Colorado. You took Colorado. Oh, that's such a fail. My bad. I feel like you should lose your pick because of that. My bad. Um, I guess you didn't give a great explanation for it. Colorado. I just said it would be fun. You just right. said it would be fun. It was like okay. my fourth round pick. Um, let me go He's with. He's struggling. I'll go with the Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver Canucks. Oh, you just did not know what to say there. You felt pressure. I went with the team leading their division. All right. Uh, how about a team that has uh, already shown that they're willing to go out and make a big move this year? They they had a big win. They're clawing and they're scratching around the playoffs, and they've shown that they want to go for it. I'm taking the Arizona Coyotes. And this is my last pick, right? Yes. All right. So I went with uh, I went with Vegas before yes. because of how much fun the city of Vegas is. I know this team is a. Uh, not a long shot to make the playoffs, but they're definitely not a favorite to make the playoffs okay. at this time. Uh, they also made a coaching change. I think they could use some offense. I am going to go with Nashville. Nashville. Nashville Predators. Nashville Predators. If they go on a run, maybe they could use something. Um, my final pick and the last overall pick. <sighs> it worked for Thomas Placanitz. Maybe it'll work for Ilya Kovalchuk. Could you imagine dropping him on the Toronto Maple Leafs? I am taking the Leafs with the final pick. I just, of the I, I was, I was thinking, draft. I was thinking Toronto. I just don't think they have any assets. <laughs> <laughs> I know they don't have their first. They don't have a third. Whatever. There's, you, there's picks in next year's draft. Yeah. There's okay. There's picks in next year's draft. The final results of the Ilya Kovalchuk draft here on the Hot Talk Topic podcast. Campbell has Montreal, Washington, Florida, Colorado, Calgary, New York, Tampa Bay, the former Thrashers, Arizona, and Toronto, Gallo, Boston, Edmonton, Pittsburgh, Vegas, Columbus, Blues, Carolina, Dallas, Vancouver, Nashville. And we want to uh, see where do you think he'll go. I'm glad I have Montreal, let me say that. And uh, then I'm looking forward to when he stays with Montreal, Mitch Gallo singing at Hurley's Irish Pub, part of the Mitch Melnick St. Patrick's Day broadcast, Shibu Shibu, or maybe even a good old Montreal song. We'll see. But I'm really looking forward to it, and I know you can carry a tune better than I can. Uh, probably. Uh, we saw that as evidence the last time. You don't carry a tune all that well. Bold Predictions. All right, are we going to do quickly do bold predictions? Let's do bold predictions on the video, Sean. All right, uh, mine is on Ilya Kovalchuk. Ilya Kovalchuk wins the con Smythe. Now, I won't go. Uh, Boom. I won't go that far, Sean. Oh yeah, but I will. I will say that Ilya Kovalchuk goes further in the playoffs than any team that you drafted on the Kovalchuk draft. What? No. Kovalchuk goes deeper in the playoffs than any of these teams on your board. No. But then if he does, he might it's win. It's supposed to be a bold prediction. But he might win the Conn Smythe then. He might. <laughs> we <laughs> could both go. be right. Yeah. All right. So this episode is going to be called the Ilya Kovalchuk Draft. And I want to thank our sponsors, including uh, Club uh, Sportif CDL here at 8305. Did you take the whole Atlantic Division? Uh, maybe I did. Did you take anybody? No, you didn't. Oh, I have you, Boston. You have Boston. Because <laughs> uh, I'm, like, I'm like Tampa, Toronto, Florida. Yeah. My goodness. And uh, I just want to thank uh, Lloyd and, and, and Linda that came by and, and welcomed us as 
as well. Uh, everybody, when we walk in, is, is so friendly. Uh, the coffee is great. I know that everybody's waving and saying hi because there's so much hospitality. But uh, check them out at clubcdl.com, on Facebook, on Instagram, everything you know you need, including pickleball. That's right, Sean. Uh, Hot Topic Podcast also brought to you by Eviva Greek Tavern. Check them out on sources. Fantastic souvlaki, fantastic food, your choice of fresh fish daily. You can also search them on Uber Eats and skip the dishes. And uh, betonline.ag, your one-stop shop for every parlay, tease, winners, losers. Check them out and use the promo code Hot Topic and get your welcome bonus. Uh, check it out, betonline.ag. All right. Stay with Montreal, and I'll be happy. And then win the Smythe, and many people will be happy. That's the Ilya Kovalchuk draft on the Hotopo. Stop! Kyle! Well, how's that for your entertainment value? Vince and Sean, you guys are the greatest duo. VBF. Uh, uh.